Good morning and a very warm welcome to our online service in the parish of Casluchor and Gorsainan. My name is Adrian and I'm the vicar and it's a joy to welcome you on behalf of the church family. During the service today, some members of the congregation will be praying for us and reading from the Bible and Liz Williams, one of our lay ministers, will be preaching for us and we pray for God's blessing on them as they share. As we're putting this service together, we're entering into a new phase of lockdown in Wales. So I want to encourage you to be making a conscious effort to turn any isolation that you might be feeling into connection. Remember that there are lots of opportunities to connect throughout the week, through prayer meetings and Bible studies, and through times of more general fellowship too. Together we can support one another, and we can be there for one another as a church. I want to encourage you too not to be shy about getting in touch with me. I'm only ever a phone call away, and if there's anything you need, please know that I'm here for you. So, as we begin this service, let's commit everything to the Lord and ask for his blessing. Today is Bible Sunday, and this is the special prayer of the Church for today. Blessed Lord, who caused the Holy Scriptures to be written for our learning, help us to hear them, to read, mark, and inwardly digest them, that through patience and the comfort of your Holy Word, we may embrace and forever hold fast to that hope of everlasting life, which you have given us in our Saviour Jesus Christ, who is alive and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Oh
gathered together into the square before the water gate. They told the scribe Ezra to bring the book of the law of Moses, which the Lord had given to Israel. According to the priest Ezra brought the law before the assembly, both men and women and all who could hear with understanding. This was on the first day of the seventh month. He read from it facing the square before the water gate from early morning until midday in the presence of the men and the women and those who could understand. And the years of all the people were attentive to the book of the law. The scribe Ezra stood on a wooden platform that had been made for the purpose. And Ezra opened the book in the sight of all the people, for he was standing above all the people. And when he opened it, all the people stood up. Then Ezra blessed the Lord, the great God, and all the people answered, Amen, Amen, lifting up their hands. Then they bowed their heads and worshipped the Lord with their faces to the ground. So they read from the book, from the law of God, with interpretation. They gave the sense so that the people understood the reading. And Nehemiah, who was the governor, and Ezra the priest and scribe, and the Levites who taught the people said to all the people, This day is holy to the Lord your God. Do not mourn or weep. For all the people wept when they heard the words of the law. Then he said to them, Go your way, eat the fat and drink sweet wine, 
and send portions of them to those for whom nothing is prepared, for this day is holy to our Lord. And do not be aggrieved, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. So the Levites stilled all the people, saying, Be quiet, for this day is holy. Do not be grieved. And all the people went their way to eat and drink, and to send portions, and to make great rejoicing, because they had understood the words that were declared to them. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, as we said at the beginning today, Liz Williams, one of our lay ministers, is going to be preaching for us. So as she prepares to open up the word, let's give thanks for Liz and for her ministry among us. Let's pray too that God would bless her richly as she shares with us. May the words of her mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be now and always acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our great Redeemer. Amen. Liz, thank you so much. Today is Bible Sunday, which begs the question, what is every other Sunday? Well, it's an opportunity to reflect on questions which concern us and look to the Bible for help. The period of uncertainty and disruption which we are going through now and those which lay ahead is forefront in all our minds. The reading from Nehemiah is pertinent as at the heart of its story is the story of Israel recovering from a time of major disruption and experiencing spiritual renewal through God. First, let's consider the backstory that frames Nehemiah in its original context. It's the 5th century BC and the Israelites have been through the traumatic experience of exile. A century or so ago, the Babylonians destroyed Jerusalem and forced the majority of its inhabitants out of their homeland. By the river of Babylon, they sat down and wept in a foreign land. Fast forward 70 years, the Persians took over Babylon and allowed the exiles to return home. So, so in several waves, the Israelites returned and began to rebuild their old lives. If exile was tough, trying to get back to a new normal, a familiar phrase for us during lockdown, amid so much uncertainty was even harder. And for us, lockdown is hard enough, but rebuilding on the other side will also be a challenge. The great leader, Nehemiah, returned to Jerusalem and managed to mobilise the inhabitants to action as things were not going too well. And to move things forward, rebuilding the temple and society in general and dealing with the economic and social difficulties that had emerged. The walls of the city were rebuilt and the people began to feel secure again. Dr Andrew Ollerton of the Bible Society reflects, Take heart, with God on our side, the rubble can be raw material. The ruin can once again feel like home. So, with the physical fabric rebuilt, there is a general feeling of work done, people settled. This passage is, to, is chosen for Bible Sunday because it's one of the few places where scripture talks about scripture. 
and we get a description of a public reading of the scriptures. This is where the key character in our passage fits in. Ezra had returned to Jerusalem and worked with Nehemiah. He had a different skill set. Nehemiah is a visionary leader. Ezra was a Bible teacher. And in the chapter from which our reading comes, he takes the lead as God's people gather around God's word. After the trauma of exile and exhaustion of rebuilding Jerusalem, the people of Israel had a thirst. They needed to drink again from the truth of God's words. And the Bible is a divine watering hole that gives meaning, strength and hope to thirsty souls. We've all seen wildlife programmes on TV and seen shots of a whole array of animals arriving at a watering hole to drink. The source of H2O becomes a gathering point for a remarkable diversity of creatures. The people asked Ezra to bring out the Book of Moses and read it to them. We don't know what he read to them from the Torah, but we are told that they assembled in a public square, not in the temple, so everyone could hear, young and old, men and women, literate and illiterate. Rarely in the Bible is there a display of such diversity, and it's the Bible that provided the gathering point. Too often we place unnecessary restrictions around the Bible, we position it in a, as a technical book for priests or a scholarly book for academics. As churches, we can gather around the Bible. It speaks truth, whether on Zoom or in the room together. It's a source of wisdom, comfort and hope for all humanity. As the Israelites listened to Ezra reading the Torah, it was clearly a powerful experience, young and old, listening to the scriptures. But what was so captivating? For us, there's always more to watch on Netflix, so why bother with the Bible? Perhaps the key for Israel and for us is that the Bible helps us feel part of a larger story that makes sense of our experiences. Ezra read Israel's history. This wasn't just dusty old history, it was their story. You won't get that from Netflix. It's why we need the scriptures. The Bible is a story that makes sense of life. However, have you noticed that the Bible sometimes doesn't easily make sense? It can be pretty complex and naughty, even disturbing. As the crowds listened to Ezra, there were moments when they found it confusing. So those trained in the Torah went among them, making it clear so the meaning could be understood. It reminds us that it's okay to struggle with the Bible and to ask for some help. When Ezra finished, he realised the people were emotional. So Nehemiah tried to coax them out of it. Where did this emotion come from? Well, the Israelites had faced loss, disruption and uncertainty, but had kept on going through it all. As the Bible was read, it was like a lid was lifted. They encountered words of comfort and hope. They may also have essential conviction and remorse. 
Anyway, scripture created a safe place that allowed emotions to surface and things to be discussed. As a society, we've been through a lot recently. We've experienced loss and high levels of uncertainty. We probably don't realise how much we've been holding in and the toll it's taken. As a community, the Bible can help us express our emotions as part of a process of healing and renewal. The reading finishes with a scene of celebration, as Nehemiah puts it, the joy of the Lord is your strength. The Israelites responded by putting the scriptures into practice, sharing what they had with the poor and those in need. One thing the pandemic has taught us is to be aware of our neighbour's pain and to show kindness, support and concern for each other. After a period of disruption, God's God's people experienced a new depth of community as they gathered around God's word. Over the next few months, no doubt, we will have reason to cry together and celebrate together, lament and laugh. As we do so, we will discover that vulnerability and generosity are the keys to authentic community, whether it's in the room or together or on Zoom. Healing and renewal come when we gather around God's word together. We might ask, how can the Bible provide a safe place to process our experiences and face our fears together? In Tolkien's Lord of the Rings, a poignant conversation takes place. Frodo says, I wish the ring had never come to me. I wish none of this had happened. Gandalf replies, so do all who live to see such times. But that's not for them to decide. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. We may not choose these times, but we can make the most of them by gathering around God's word and experiencing spiritual renewal. Amen.
Let us pray. Lord God, we come to you this Sunday in honesty, admitting that we hoped COVID would be over by now. We come to you, God, with our disappointments that there are more and more restrictions in our lives with this new lockdown that started rather than increasing freedoms and a return to the normality we long for. Lord God, we come with our fears of what another peak of COVID will mean for us in these winter months. We know the struggles and the hardships we faced already in the first lockdown and we we are scared and we don't want to have to go through it again, God. And we just come to you, our loving Father, on our knees admitting this is where we're at. And in all these things, God, we remember that you are the Lord God of the whole entire world and you are bigger than coronavirus and lockdown and confusion and our fears and our disappointments. You do remain in control, God, and we trust in you with our disappointments and our fears and our um, hopes that haven't come to pass yet. And it's to you, God, who is in control and competent and all-loving that we lift up our world to you. A world that is still overrun with this pandemic and the effects of it. And although we're very focused on Wales and the UK, it's affecting countries across the world. Lord, we think of how it's affecting countries and individuals differently for people who are in Africa versus those who are in Europe and those who are in New Zealand. Lord, we may be having different experiences, but it is hard and difficult and scary and frightening and there is hardship everywhere. So Lord, we pray for wisdom for all world leaders, all those who have influential positions, the politicians, the scientists, the World Health Organization staff, the church leaders. Please God, would they be humble enough to listen out for you and your guidance and act upon what you prompt them to do. Help them to serve the the people they they govern and they lead more than they serve themselves. And we we ask God help us to see the big picture. And in our own distress and discomforts and inconveniences, help us to remember in our prayers and in our practical service those who are in need much more than us across the world. Those countries that have basic food packages or lacking food, who don't have enough money to have a good infrastructure to deal with the pandemic for those who are actually healthcare provision and hospital stays and ventilators are adequately or inadequately um in place and there just isn't enough of them god lord help us even now in our own lockdown to to look outwards and to seek to bless and love others through our prayers and actions and Lord Jesus, we lift up our nation. We lift up Wales. It feels like we are living in a movie. It is so surreal. We're on day one of national lockdown again with shops shutting, restaurants not open, shops that are open blocking off aisles that can't sell things that aren't essential, God. Lord, we have 17 days of lockdown ahead of us and it is going to be hard. Lord, we ask you to help prepare us for what is to come and help help sustain us in our individual circumstances, which are also different, whether we are at home and keeping away from the rest of the world or we're having to go out and serve and be busy and put ourselves at risk, Lord. Lord Jesus, I pray that this lockdown would be effective and there would be no more need for any further lockdowns. <laughs> 
please give wisdom to Mark Drayford and the, the other politicians and people who are making the big decisions about whether lockdown is needed. Give wisdom to the scientists as well. And Lord, right now in our prayers this morning, we ask that you would protect the vulnerable, that you would provide for them. And even when things seem bleak and there is no hope, we know that in you there is always hope. I pray that they would know and experience that too. Lord, we lift up all the people who work and own shops and bars and restaurants and public services that cannot open at the moment. Those who, it is a very, very scary tightrope financially and whether they're going to be able to survive or not in this second lockdown. Lord, please provide for them and we thank you for the money the government is giving them. Please help them stay afloat and not go under in these next few weeks. And God, the anxiety that must be upon um, such people. Lord, I ask your Holy Spirit to bless them with your peace um, amidst all the unknowns and uncertainties. Lord, we pray for healthcare workers, busy and getting busier in the hospitals who still probably haven't recovered from the first wave. God, sustain them and give them supernatural strength and energy to do what they are trained to do. Lord, please keep them safe. Lord, we pray that they would work well together as a team and support one another. And Lord, just bless them for the blessing that they are to, to our nation. And we pray for those patients in hospital with and without COVID and that you would bring them physical recovery quickly without complication um, we pray again for their anxieties and their fears help the key workers allay their fears and reassure them as they are in a place they don't want to be and lord we pray for those people at home who have chronic conditions who are trying to avoid hospital as much as possible lord keep them well at home and wherever possible enable them to get the treatment and the help that they need without having to access hospital support and i pray for the healthcare workers looking after them lord that you would sustain and give them wisdom and energy too and for all key workers who are gearing up to get busy again as this second wave kicks in for the bin men for for the people running our essential shops, for the lorry drivers. God, look after them and keep them well. Lord, we lift up parents at home with the children um, over this half term. May they have some fun and rest at home. Um, and Lord, give creative ideas to parents of what to do with their children um, when they are home in the wet and the rain and in lockdown. And we lift up our teachers and we thank you for our teachers who have been serving our school children so so hard and they've been so committed lord lord may they have a break over half term i pray they'd be able to switch off from the marking and the planning and the stress and anxiety that they have felt and the pressure that's upon them give them rest and recuperation and and ideas for going forward and we pray for our school children who've had such a disrupted time um, and school is just not what it used to be um, but i pray school would still be good there'd still be good connections uh, where children are spending time with their friends um, and their teachers. Lord, help them to learn well. And we pray that um, you would just enable them not to be disadvantaged because of this year of COVID. And we lift up our churches who have started to meet again, but suddenly we've got to go back to lockdown and we can't meet. Lord, thank you for the internet and technology. And I pray that there would continue to be blessings and connections through online activity and may it not be long before we can go back to normal God and we trust that you are working even in in these strange circumstances God and um, please 
bless your children and still help us to grow in our knowledge and experience of you during lockdown. And finally, Lord, we just consider ourselves and how we're going to spend our time in these 17 days now enforced at home. I ask that you'd help each one of us to spend it wisely and to use it for good. On this Bible Sunday, we remember the great living resource that God has provided us with, his life-giving, wisdom-providing, relationship-fixing, Jesus-knowing Bible. A book full of words, full of truths about us, about God and the world that we live in. Help us during this lockdown to be wise and to choose to embrace and read our Bibles regularly and to touch base with our loving Father regularly who cares and sustains us. Holy Spirit, when we might be tempted to reach for the TV remote again, to binge watch more Netflix or to reach into the fridge to eat more chocolate to make us feel better in this lockdown, I ask that you would prompt each one of us and remind us to feast and feed on your life-giving words too at this time. I thank you that we have them to keep us company in this second lockdown. And thank you for our church leaders, for Adrian and for Andrew, and all the ongoing hard work that they are doing, providing many opportunities for us to connect and have fellowship together online and delve deeper into our Bibles, both outside and inside of lockdown. Lord, please refresh and sustain them in the work they are doing this week and refresh and sustain each one of us as we adjust to this first week of lockdown. Amen.
Well, a big thank you to all those who shared during our service today and thank you too for joining us. Again, as we finish, just to reiterate what I said at the beginning, please don't feel afraid about needing to reach out to people. If there's anything I can do, please do be in touch with me. I would absolutely love to hear from you and nothing is ever too big or too small. If it's only perhaps that you need a chat for a few moments, you are welcome to get in touch. I hope that during this coming week you will be encouraged and blessed, and I pray too for God's blessing on you. So the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in the knowledge and love of God, and of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, be upon you today and remain with you always. Amen. Let us go in peace to love and serve the Lord. In the name of Christ. Amen. <laughs>